welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Push Start Podcast. It's your boy, C-Ham, and of course you can't spell champion without it. We have a very, very special guest today in the hot seat with us. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself because he hasn't been here, been here in a while, but he's been a guest on our show before. So for those who have listened, go ahead, take it away, my friend. Hi, I'm Mark Miller uh, of Ichiban Games, game creator of board games, video games, also of uh, Ichiban Games in general over at Casual Dragons uh, for all your video game needs, and uh, MCMD Musician and Sick Boy Productions. Welcome, 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 man. We appreciate having you on the show. Like I said, it's not the first time, but it's been a long time, so glad to have you back. I, I'm super stoked to be back. Things are things are good. Well, you so. did mention Ichiban Games, and let's jump right into it. Let the folks know what you got going on with you. This may be the first time some people have heard about what you got uh, as far as like product. This is this is true. Um, first things first. Hello, all. It is awesome that uh, you guys are all listening. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, my name is Mark. Um, I run, I do Ichiban games, which is, uh, I, I make board games and uh, video games. I do have a board game right now that is up on Kickstarter called Peacock Block. And it is pretty awesome. I've got a couple of reviews up, which are great. I've got, uh, well, as far as like, so, as far as the game is concerned, if you were to like, if you were to pitch it to somebody who's never played it in like a few sentences, What's the basis of the game about? So it is a three to five player take that card game, mm-hmm. which players are peacocks at a party trying to score the love of the peahen. The love game it. technically though is all about cock blocking. What an so. amazing concept. And just for the <laughs> listeners out there, I've played this game and it is fun as hell. Like when yeah. you first told me about the premise of it, I was immediately intrigued. I was like, what? A game about cock blocking? This shit's going to make sense. This is going to work. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. It's actually, it's kind of interesting too because I've been calling up a lot of stores lately because um, in terms of marketing, I've been like, oh, you know, who wants to carry my game in their store? Yeah. And a lot of stores have said that, um, you know, everybody kind of has all the... Uh, the dirty games now of, of how things are. It's not like meant to be like, oh my God, I want to make a dirty game. It's not right. how it is, but you know, um, because there is a dirty bird version that's not safe for work. It's a, it's an expansion that you can have and it adds a sixth player. So mm-hmm. if you go on the, the, the Kickstarter, you can see that and it's like got everything there. But anyway, um, so I call stores and they're like, oh, you know, games like Cards Against Humanity mm-hmm. and whatever, like people already have them it's been been done you know they're they're kind of looking for something new something different and it's sure. like i think i hit the time now where because originally i tried to relaunch this before when covid hit it was like all right i'm gonna go and put out on a tuesday it's gonna be awesome here mm-hmm. we go boom it hit like right in the midst of you launching yeah. it right right in the middle of it yeah yeah, I was like, oh, here's the week. Oh, boom, Friday. Everybody shut down. Everybody lost their jobs. Stores don't know what's going on. Everything's crazy. Now, everything, I I, I think it was still people were kind of like, oh, you know, it's, I don't say it's fresh, but it was like they were still doing it, whatever. Yeah. But I think it's just hit the sweet spot where now it's like, oh, 
there's room for this. Right. People are looking for something. So it's kind of like, I'm not, I'm not like getting lucky, Mm -hmm. but I'm getting into a area where I could be like, okay, this, this is uh, good news for me. I guess that's the best way to put it. I love that. Peacock block is, like I said, it's a, it's an interesting game. I'm going to make sure we put all the information in the bottom of the description of the episode. So whoever, where, however you're listening to it, you'll definitely get access to more information about the game, but let's yeah. talk a little bit more about the shop. Let's talk about, you know, where you hang out on a day-to-day basis, like what you do, what your daily operations are like with Mark Miller. So my daily operations of me in general well, we'll say this at the moment, it's been right. the bane of my existence has been doing artwork for Peacock Block to make sure like everything's ready to go for the prototype. For sure. As soon as I get the prototype, it's like, boom, good. Get it to manufacturing and get it here so I can get it to you guys. Right. So that's the main thing. But um, so art artwork has just been rampant. Um, but in terms of everything else, like I'm always like, I'm a video gamer. I'm always looking for video games. I'm Certainly. always playing video games. Right now I'm playing Yo Noid on Nintendo. Nice. So, <laughs> you know, get that that 80s Domino Pizza for sure. uh, character. <laughs> Dude, you know what? That game, the game is good. It is, it is like, it's not one of those unfair games. It'll drive you nuts, but mm-hmm. it's not unfair. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to put it. But uh, anyway, but yeah, so I'll play some video games. I'll, I'll do some work. I'll, I'll create some stuff. But then like there's a shop, Casual Dragon Games. It, it's over in Lockport. It's board games, video games, retro video games, especially. We're As not trading the cards. only store that's in Lockport. Letting you know. For sure. So, yeah. I've been there. Very nice establishment. Yeah. Very welcoming. I remember when you did the uh, Peacock Block release party originally. We were yeah. there. We were podcasting live on location. And everybody that we met was just cool as hell, interesting, fun to talk to. And we had some nice rounds of the game going in. Yeah, it was it was definitely fun. It was really good. I mean, like, the, the shop is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of anime figures there now, which nice. is pretty crazy uh but definitely retro video games i'm always trading like because i'm always looking for stuff for my collection so i'm like yo i'll give me a thing i'll give you a thing you know for sure and then all the rest of the stuff is just consignment so like people can just go get stuff so and jason's really cool there too so it's like you know and their hours are good they're open every day yeah that's amazing even when the shutdown happened and all that stuff like there's still, it's always an operation. It doesn't matter. It's always an operation. So if anybody ever needs anything, mm-hmm. they can always go get stuff. They can always contact me, contact Jason, contact whomever's there. So yeah, yeah. I love the establishment. Like I said, I, I've been there myself. I can definitely vouch for it. If you guys are looking for uh, somewhere that's fun and interesting that has a bunch of shit going on, like definitely check, check out the Casual Dragon store and Ichiban Games, which is inside there, correct? Correct correct so i've purchased games uh, from mark myself i i want to just like i want to bring it back a little bit to like the first time we met which was actually at a con because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna link perfectly into our next subject uh when i first met mark i was just at you know just patronizing his stand at at a con and you know me i'm a retro gamer so i love retro video games and he was one of the first shops i noticed that had them and i was like oh shit i gotta go check this dude i gotta see what he has over there and I'm always on the hunt 
for wrestling games and you're like you know what i appreciated how like aware of where your stuff was you're like hang mm-hmm. on no you're looking for what n64 okay right over here you brought me right to this section pulled out all the games you're like i got this i have that i got this one in the box still it was just like very even though you can tell there was a lot of shit there you had a understanding of your organized chaos so like it was a really intriguing like opportunity to just get to chat with you and just talk video games and it was mad fun yeah dude it was it was definitely a good time like i remember like uh we were talking and it's like uh we were like oh oh you play Yu-Gi-Oh! oh awesome oh you, you play mm-hmm. you know this play that it was super cool and um it's, I, I remember it's like, dope being a nerd uh, when you meet to... somebody that's like-minded like that it's like yes they understand me yeah it was awesome and, and devil trigger was awesome too because he's like he's like oh yeah tekken tekken like he was like talking tekken and stuff like, yeah he's the fighting game yeah. guru yeah dude yeah it's, it's awesome so yeah things are things are great like i i'm i'm pretty stoked about like uh you know where where things are gonna end up in the future with stuff so and uh talk oh, to us a little bit about Lil i know that coming up mm-hmm. is gonna be probably like what is it like um extra lives is probably going to be coming up mm-hmm. sometime pretty soon mm-hmm. so i know you guys like wrestling absolutely so remember i have boatloads of wrestling games <sighs> i just let my one buddy uh borrow rumble roses <laughs> <sighs> so he could go crazy but i got all the stuff like we you guys could do an an extra life with like backyard wrestling Legends of Wrestling 2, whatever. And you just do 24 hours of wrestling craziness. Dude, I would totally be down for that. We need to set that up and do like a collaborative stream just when we're doing that. That would be so sick. That would be awesome. That would be so sick. Uh, But I want to talk a little bit about Lil Khan. Lil Khan is, for those who are uninitiated, is um, it's a convention that Mark actually coordinates and he runs himself i've been there and it's it's super awesome like i love all yeah. the, i love the t-shirt <laughs> i have my little con die i i love the atmosphere of it i got to meet some like because i go to cons a lot and for like it to be more of a smaller scale con in comparison to like you know like nickel city con or something like that something that people from the upstate new york area would know i felt like that same warmth in inviting like environment and everybody was like oh you never played this hey come over here sit down man like let me show you real quick there's there's just so many different artists and just nerds alike there and it's definitely something i would recommend if you've never been to a little con so i want to talk to people a little bit more about that let us know how that started first and foremost so LilCon, um, LilCon is a convention that I throw every year. This year, obviously, we didn't have a chance to really kind of do much right. because of, you know, all the things happening. Um, but it didn't stop me doing plans this year to go and make some things happen. And I'll talk about that in a second. But Amazing. Um, what's going on is uh, basically for how I started is like, you know, I would, I'd be selling at conventions. I'd mm-hmm. be doing stuff and it's kind of like, man, you know, I'd be doing UBCon, I'd be doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I want to throw a convention. It was ma- it's mainly because of like, um, honestly, it's because of the music. Nice. Um, and in terms of for me, like, um, cause I'm a musician, I do hip hop, mm-hmm. I do all different kinds of music, but hip hop is mainly what I'm, what I'm doing. Like, and at the conventions, like I, I got nerd stuff and it's like, you know, I want to go and do some of that, but a lot of places are just kind of like, oh, we're, we're just going to do the rave, yeah. you know, and do the rave thing. And it's like, 
you know what? Like, I want to do my own con. I want to run things my way. I want to do things. I want to go. It's going to sound selfish, but it's like, it's all going to be about Mark Miller. (laughs) Hey, I mean, (laughs) but you you know know what? what? There's nothing wrong with that. Because it's for everybody. For sure. But, but, but it's kind of like, what do I like? I like board games. I like video games. I like music. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, crazy, whatever. I've had like live animals there people doing falconry where they so have dope. birds you know do it dude it was it's ridiculous i've had so many crazy things we do good La- the 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 last year um it got on the news like twice like we it was like awesome i love when so we like, had the little workshop when we came there where we came up with a board game uh, with a game together like that was yeah. sick that was that was a really fun time devil trigger he, i could tell he really like loved he lived for that like that was amazing yeah yeah that that is the the fun stuff like we we like in terms of what what he's talking about so you know um i did a we did a panel Mm -hmm. that was basically like um it was kind of different because it was a little bit longer more than a panel it was like a two-parter where it's like everybody you know gets to to understand how to make um games like what a game jam would kind of be and yeah. come up with ideas for games and then they would go and huddle together with people they don't know at all yeah. and they would get together and they would create together ideas for games and these are these are people who have never really met each other ever there's a lot of people that wanted to be with their friends i was like nope you're gonna go with that guy you're gonna go with that guy. i love it because it's kind of like you know, it puts people out of their comfort zone, but then they get into the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you this. They came up. Everybody came up with good ideas. I agree. There's nobody that could ever not come up with a good idea. It's just fabricating that idea and expanding on that idea. And everybody was awesome. It was cool. Yeah. And I, lo- I love that was one of my favorite future. moments. You, <laughs> I got to commend you on that. That was, like I said, one of my favorite moments of Lil Khan. Like I felt the camaraderie. I felt people really like taking it serious and trying to come up with good ideas and ideas that work within the scheme of what everybody was doing with the game. And it was just one of those exercises where if you go to a convention, like you live for those kind of situations like that, where you get to create and be around like-minded individuals and just shoot the shit like a nerd, just be a nerd. Like it was so good. And You know what? There's a lot of things that I do that are like obscure Mm -hmm. that are like, a lot of people there's a lot of people like they like um a lot of pe- a lot of conventions don't do that kind of thing i guess that's For what sure. i'm trying to say i agree and it's like i i want i want them to to go in and do like so much I want there to be different things. People hunger for, for different stuff. You're right. That's why I deal with like the paranormal dudes coming in and, and like all the animal stuff in whatever we do. Cause it's just different. I love and it. that's, that's, that's the main thing. Like I want to have a different scale thing, but like you got to have your food group. So you got to have your board games, your video games, you know, your, your talent that's there. You got to mm-hmm. have vendors. You got to have everything, but you know what? The biggest sense of everything is the community that comes yes. in together because the people that I know for everything, it's not just like a lot of certain conventions we call kind of like the cattle call. It's like, go see your guests, go on through the vendors and then get out. It right. ain't like that. I want people to stay. To linger. I want them to stay and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely, felt, yeah. I definitely felt exactly what you were saying. Like, I felt welcome. I felt like all the vendor, vendors were, you know, taking interest in what my interests were when I were coming to their tables. And like I said, people were, you know, 
eager to show me oh you never saw this before let me explain this to you this is this this yeah. this that and this and i was like you know what why can't just society be like this community right yeah. now it's so good yeah and the tournaments like that's the thing too is our tournaments are like all free mm -hmm. to get into They're, that once in a blue moon we might have like a magic the gathering tournament or something that's like you have to pay for packs to, to do as like a uh, draft or something but nice you know um so yeah, how many low cons have there been total really strong so how many low cons have there been total at this point uh six this was gonna be seven this year gotcha. uh but you know it'll be seven again um the I, the plan now because of the way that COVID is the way that i feel is this is that conventions aren't probably going to see the light of day on for a little while mm -hmm. i don't see it unless it's like a, a virtual while. con um sorry if people are excited to go i know but uh the the thing is is that the next thing that I am going to throw, um, which is, uh, it's probably going to be Playtest Playfest number three. Nice. Um, Playtest Playfest was kind of sort of a precursor-ish for Lilcon, where it was a free event where people can go and see new games by people that are being created for up on, you know, Kickstarter yep. and and stuff like ideas that are brewing and just people to get play tests of stuff is what they That's do awesome. with like things like unpub and uh you know certain stuff in like say magfest will do that and things like that and like that's the big thing is I want I want creators mm -hmm. to be able to create and and do good. I'm a creator. I want to go and play your game. If right. anybody open open shout if anybody wants to go and be like Mark I've got a game idea. Can you please like have me play? It could be a board game, a video game. I don't care what it is. I'll play it. Yeah. I'll play it. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll give honest, good feedback because that's what people need is good feedback. Mm -hmm. And that's a strong thing. But the main thing is why to do Playtest Playfest next is because it's free. Yeah. People are going to need to go into things free. For sure. Because, A, you know, coming off on the money thing, you know, who knows who's going to have money. But the other thing is things are going to be a slow trickle. They're not going to be this massive explosion of, oh my God, let's go out. Yeah. It ain't going to be like that. Nope. We're going to, that's the thing. So, so there's that. But when it does come to the next Lilcon, um, there are plans where we just bought uh, 30 tables and 180 chairs. That is about, about as much that we have at our normal location. So the thing is, is like, I would love to go and have for a, a you know, a, personal location sometime someday in the future or something mm -hmm. whatever i can do to go and you know do that and, and i would love to have overnight gaming so people can you know play all throughout the night the day the whatever yeah. they want to go do that cool that's that's the thing like people want to do that so but um more more things in the future more things in the future for sure so i love yeah. that i love i love that you're thinking about doing the doing that for play testing it's because that's i know that's extremely important when it comes to developing a game of any sort um i can attest for helping out a couple of our buddies from new york shout out to pdu games who you know just like yourself they created their own board game and we we were fortunate enough to be able to help them do a little bit of play testing and and you know i feel like our feedback is invaluable to creators of, of your kind you know we're going to be the ones Very that are consuming it. it so you know i think 
what we think about the game is extremely important and what you're doing is a huge assist for like anybody that's trying to create something. And the biggest thing to know too is like say for Peacock Block. Yeah. I needed when I was at Magfest, mm-hmm. um, I was at Magfest with it twice. And then I went to Unpub and went to some other ones. But Magfest, I got hundreds and hundreds of play tests. That's what people Amazing. need. You can't just do it off of like, oh, here's a couple people. Mm-hmm. And and anybody that can go and play a game, it doesn't matter if it looks good yet or not. Yeah. Give get g- go and play it and try it because any feedback that you can give them positive or negative for sure give them both you know positive reinforcement but you gotta let them know what's good or bad for sure they need that because there's there need multiple playthroughs multiple Mm -hmm. and it's very hard it's gonna be extremely hard during this this time which you can do things on say like tabletopia or um you know board game simulator or whatever is that where you block can, is, is on that, tabletopia is that like where you can it, make a vert a virtual version of the game yeah playthrough? now okay. tabletopia is playing playing a game like like peacock block and tabletopia is a little it's a little i don't say it's it's, it's not bad but it's something yeah it's something it's just when you play peacock block it's so fast like you're playing so fast for that, sure tabletopia it's kind of different because it's like oh click shuffle click the blah 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 you know right. so there's that but um but yeah so I lots more plans for more games though i love that up. so that's the thing yeah man I, let, I mean mark you are a man of many hats and you talked a little bit briefly about this earlier and it's just something that i feel like doesn't get mentioned enough in the gaming world first and foremost just in general but the importance of music or soundtracks in games, because I know you are a musician yourself. So I think a great way to segue into that is talking about how important, you know, the soundtrack or the sound quality itself is of a game. Cause I feel like a lot of times that's overlooked. So in, when it comes to any kind of sound, if you're making any, any sound for games, like always do what you can, can uh can figure out there's a lot of free programs out there there's like family tracker is free um audacity is free great mixing tool like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um if you can record things record things like uh, like you take i'm gonna here i'll give you a quick example you take two coins like this you want to make a sound for like a game for like picking up coins there you go yeah there it Drop is. some coins. Just yeah, coins. Picking it up, you know. Put them on a harder surface to my hand. You can hear them bouncing off and and whatever. It you get the plachink, mm-hmm. you know. Like that's you get that stuff. It's real audio, and then you can you can make it any certain sort of way. Um, there's a lot of good studios out there over here. I'm over in in uh in my area. I always go to like say uh watchman studios in terms of like if i'm doing any vocal stuff Mm -hmm. because they can do things a little bit better than you know i have knowledge of because they have like pro tools so i i you know for me um but um i've done (laughs) so are are you working on any music music right now i i have an album right now that is i need to just get the dj stuff done Mm -hmm. which is uh my my buddy 
uh, DJ Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. who's like one of the, the best in Buffalo. I'm stoked to go and have him. I just got to get that done. I'm real close. Um, you know, just, it, it, I've had a lot of craziness because of because of Peacock block and stuff, but I'm going to be For firing sure. that back up. I just had a release of I was on a track called Villains that was talk um, about that a little bit from. Yeah, so my, my buddy, um, his name is uh, Serial Killer X. He's out of Youngstown, Ohio. And he was like, asked me a long time ago. He's like, yo, dude, I want to do a track with you. I'm thinking about doing a cypher. I'm like, yeah, sweet. So we got all these people on the cypher. And I got some of my friends, too, that were like from Nashville and whatever. So yeah. we had all these dudes on it. And I am damn strong. <laughs> Is there is there uh, is there somewhere we can listen to this hip hop machine? Is there somewhere we can listen to this lovely uh verbal accolade? Absolutely. So you can go on uh Bandcamp mm-hmm. is where you can go to it, and uh, you go to the MCMD Bandcamp. It, it, I'll, I'll spell it out for you so you got it. It's Please E-M-C-E-E do. M-C-E-E and then M dot D dot. One more time. So you can E M C E E m dot d dot Perfect. so you got that now you, you just go like um uh www dot emceemd dot bandcamp dot com that's the actual link we'll make so sure we, we'll make sure that. we'll put the link in the description for you yeah for everyone yeah, after the podcast but but uh but yeah the artwork i drew for the for the for the cover too it looks um it's awesome it looks like it was a cross tree like the watchman meets like some really dark cool like killing joke kind of feel nice. to it so nice. gotta have that, yeah. gotta have that comic book influence like i feel like every art piece i do is like influenced by either comic books or anime yeah it's like it's something about awesome. that aesthetic it just p- pops to the eye for you so in in oh, the yeah. in the near distant future like like you said how how much time do we have left to still uh patronize your peacock block I think we're at four days left. I can tell you in like two seconds, but I think, I think it's four days left. Okay. And, uh, that is, you know, um, cause today is what's today. Today is, today is uh, Tuesday. The 17th. The 17th. So yeah. Yeah. We got four days left. So I know it ends on Saturday. Um, Saturday, the 21st. So the end Saturday, the 21st, I think it ends at like 10 o'clock. Um, but here's the thing too, is like, say if you can't get on the Kickstarter, whatever, I am going to be taking pre-order. I'm going to get that set up. I'm going to get that set up on the Ichiban games webpage. Okay. Um, I don't know how quickly I can get that set up, but you can email me personally and say like, look, I want a copy. I want to try and do this. I want to try and do that. So I will have enough copies. Make sure that's that, um, you know, so the twenty first, the twenty first is when uh, the actual you know Kickstarter page is going to be done. Yeah, and so it's okay. done. So like, gotcha. yeah, everything's up right now. Um, and there's the tiers that are on the Kickstarter are awesome. How many there's tiers? A, how many tiers do you have total? Like about five for normal people, and then let's see. I got the one dollar tiers. A thank you. What do you mean normal tier. people? No, I'm just kidding. I know, right? Like, <laughs> um, well, but aside from stores, for sure. that's what I'm saying. Because there's the store tiers, for sure. So those are like special; they get their stuff. So, um, but yeah, with the with the you, you, there's a one dollar thank you tier. There's the ten dollar you get the artwork for the print and play, 
and then there's the um the twenty dollar um you get the game and you get the print and play with it but there's the the actual base game and then the thirty dollar which basically basically everybody's mostly getting that one because mm-hmm. it's the game and the dirty bird expansion so everybody gotcha. can be lewd rude crude hilarious that's awesome junk. so so that's so, the that's the a, best value for your buck uh deal right there yeah and and normally a game like this would be say a base game would probably be like 40 well probably be like 35 in stores and then like expansion would probably be like probably like 15 mm-hmm. i would think something like that so uh, i it, so think of it as like a fifth you'd mostly be like 50 bucks i got it at 30 right um basically for me it's like you know let's sell 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 get people a game and things be crazy the um what i can tell you too like um there's there's a there's another one that's a 75 dollar tier you get the game you get the expansion mm-hmm. you get the the uh the uh artwork stuff <clears throat> but then you could design a dirty flirt or dirty block nice. so for the expansion so you could say whatever crude junk you want to have in there I have, I got this one girl that's doing a dirty flirt. She's like, yeah, I don't know what to put. I'm like, I don't know. Think of something. She's like, she goes, oh, you know, cool. Um, you know, it was, uh, uh, I must, uh, I'm, they call me part swallow, uh, because, uh, I give great head, you know, <laughs> oh my shit goodness. like that. So it's just like ridiculous. I love it. So, I, lo- I love, I love the, you know, that you're not just having one style of the game you know if you were to really want to spice it up one of those nights where you're with your buddies and you're having like some drinks after yeah. a, after a combat sports event yeah throwing that peacock block yeah it's a good starter game for the for beginning of game groups too so if you're in a game group and you're like oh let's just play a quick one i like it you know yeah the progression so, yeah. of the, the progression of the game is very natural it's very it's like i didn't feel like it took too long like we got right right to it i understood what the rules were very quickly it was just like then there's just a matter of your your normal strategic ways to go about the game with any game period but and the more friends you play with the better too that's really cool yes it makes it more fun the more the more folks are involved definitely that's why i say i always think it would be a really good drinking game oh yeah absolutely absolutely i definitely uh i definitely have more things to possibly for the future but i'm making sure that this one is is set for it uh before if i do any more expansions or makes, anything like sure. that i want to make sense. sure people are um feeling good makes sense so, well before i let yeah, you go mark i want to talk a little bit about like the state of how games are currently you know if there's anything that you would take away from the gaming world or something you would do personally that you feel like needs to be either brought back or something that hasn't perhaps happened yet that the gaming world needs to see. You know what? It's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. This is an interesting question that way. Um, so as a game designer, mm-hmm. um, as a game designer, like I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to, I'm going to show my age. I don't care. Like um, I was born in 81. The 80s, you know, there was no internet. There was like, we, we all did, you know, video games and Nintendo. There was board games. The board games weren't even like how they are now. Right. Um, all that stuff. Um, 
doing peacock block and stuff like that, it's like <clears throat> if I would have had this game come out in the, the time of the 90s and stuff like that, yeah, it would have probably been some crazy thing that's been, oh, my God, I've never seen this before or whatever. You probably only find it in, like, say, Spencer's or something like that. Or right. Now you can find all this stuff all over, and it's like, you know, Spencer's has became kind of tame, sort of. It's like the will become the sex shop. Yeah, ev- everything mall. had a little more <laughs> everything had a little more shock value back then. Yeah. So, but um the thing is is that it's very interesting. I have people that play Peacock Block and they're like this game is great, this game is awesome, cool, whatever. I've had game designers go and play the game and <clears throat> they're like you can't say that that's too risque you Mm -hmm. can't you know this is this is too whatever and it's like so here here's the thing whatever people want to go and push cool whatever i'm not big on on agendas i'm not big on anything you know i'm all for you know everybody socially have a good time i think the thing is that many many of the game designers we need to relax yeah, and just make things for fun. Make, have people, everybody just go and have a good time. Yeah. You know, um, I think sometimes people forget that we're playing games at the end of the day. Yeah. Like little con, we, we have rules uh, at little con that are, don't talk politics, just be a good dude, you know, stuff like that. Like, Everybody, everybody at the end of the day just wants to go and have a good time. You know, I, I mean, you have people like with the new God of War, I shouldn't say people, but person with the new God of War screaming uh, ableism and things on uh, for what was being a description of a character. Yeah. And it's kind of like, man, oh man, like this is how far we've come. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the, the, the designers can do whatever they want. You know, the designers can do whatever they want, whatever. I think there's a lot of backlash that, that goes towards designers that don't need to be. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's too much pushing of certain things that don't need to be. Makes so sense. I think at the end of the day, just have a good game. Just right. have good mechanics. Just have interesting characters. Have have things that, you know, Netflix, you know, they make they've been making their characters weird and anime's gotten real weird, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> It's, I think it's, it's I think crazy. I think it falls into the category of um, the normalization of just pop culture and those things in general, like video gaming, because, you know, us being elder statesmen in the world of gaming, um, you know, we come from a time period where it wasn't cool and it wasn't like, you know, public knowledge for, you know, you to be a gamer. You weren't that wasn't something that you like wore as a badge of honor like you do now. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a dude, little, it's a little bit of day, a different man, feeling. I remember it was like, you know, people, I was the biggest nerd ever. They're like, oh, yeah. video games? So you're, you know, you're this, you're that. And it's like, but now, now 
on the flip side, you're cool. You're you know, a cool guy if you play games. Now I would be getting every like hot girl gamer <laughs> on my jock with, you know, whatever. Oh, you got six thousand five seven hundred games in your collection. It's like yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. So it's like <laughs> you know, it's but just, uh, it, it's uh, just interesting. Yeah. I, it's just interesting to think about. I like it. It's like I love that gaming has become more acceptable. Yes. But, you know, it. I think it's times like this where we do show our age where it's like, wait a minute. This this wasn't always like this. This is something that, you know, has progressed to this point. And I feel like there's so it's many stuff that wasn't a problem. Yeah. You know, and we're kind of like, what? You know, it was interesting because that because that thing with that with that it was with the God of War thing. Yeah, that got backlash of like, I no, loved I loved it. Fine. I loved it. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, there's a difference between telling a story and being, I don't know, weird. I feel like game companies lately have been getting caught in the loop of trying to meet a deadline opposed to, like you said, making a good mm -hmm. product, giving us a good game. They're trying to release something in a timely fashion more than they're trying to give us something that's polished. That's why I'm not upset about, you know, CD Projekt Red you know delaying mm-hmm. um cyberpunk 2077 again because i know when they when they do that it's because they want to give us a really fully recognized polished product like they did with the witcher you know that game was yeah. had the same kind of timeline where it was pushed back multiple times and then when it came out multi-time game of the year so right. if, if they're bringing that right. same if if we're getting delays for the right reasons instead of just you know forcing us to, to meet a certain deadline and trying to get games done by the holidays. You know, sometimes it just can't happen mm-hmm. that way. Just give us a better game. You know, Wait till after you know the holiday. Who's good at doing stuff like that is Nintendo. Cause Nintendo, yes. they're like, ah, we don't need to do it at Christmas. We can do it whenever they're at their, they're, they move on their own schedule. I always love that about Nintendo yeah. as a company. And one yeah. thing that's great about them that I always recognize is you will never see any of their exclusive characters on anything else. Nintendo never sluts out their characters. You'll never see Super Mario in tan- in tandem with any of these other companies. Well, I mean, you got Smash. That's kind of the only thing. Yeah, I but guess that's that's a Nintendo product, rule, though. But, that's, but it's Nintendo's product. Yeah, that's characters Nintendo. coming to Nintendo. It's not Nintendo right, going right. there, so it's different. Right. So, so they they always keep their they always keep their cards close to the chest, which I always you know can appreciate, yep. even though they're usually late when it comes to like switching gens and you know things like that. But you know, Nintendo moves at their own pace. Yeah. Well, you know what? Their content's good. Such, such content's good content. Good. They need they need another damn Metroid game, though. That's what they need. I want to see Metroid. Mark, if we were in the too. same room, I would hug you right now because I love Samus, one of my favorite characters all time, and she don't get enough shine. Yeah. Yeah. Such I, a great I love game. that series. And you know what? I, I like everybody like didn't like other M. I just I'm I'm up for whatever. I'll play all the Metroids, you know, so whatever. So with the what? with the next gen consoles currently being out at, at the time of this recording, um, what what's your take on it? So I am I'm a guy that buys the consoles three years later mm-hmm. <laughs> or more, depending. I understand um, that. because everybody's trying to scalp them, which is by the way, I hate scalping. So everybody knows. Like, yeah, this is the worst. My, this is the worst case of scalping yeah. I've ever seen in my life. 
Oh, and, and it's I'm gonna let everybody know. Never follow anything like video game price charts mm-hmm. or you know the eBay stuff. Whatever. A lot of the resellers will buy their own stuff. And video game price charts, the graph is ran by a, a video game store called mm-hmm. JJ Games. Nobody realizes that. So, you know, there's I benefits for I him to have things. Yeah, there's benefits for him to yeah. skew certain things, a certain price point. Yeah, like there, I'm going to tell you this, like there was a jump in PlayStation and Sega Saturn and Sega CD stuff mm-hmm. that was rampant big, like a game like Parasite Eve 2 right Ooh, lovely I, that one that's 27 dollar game whatever shot to 75 no reason for it and it happened within like a week because the powers that be when i say powers that be it's like usually people that are major collectors that have yeah. stuff that Control once you get to a certain point market. of owning games you get all these doubles you don't know what to do yeah so you sell them and so it's like someone are like oh i'm gonna sell for high best to, to do what i can so the, the the gamer becomes a reseller is really what goes on if that happens great but the thing is is that be smart you don't need to go in and you know buy like certain games whatever yeah. you got to be patient patience is the main main factor of everything and we were in a video game recession decline of prices like the whole reason that it shot to where it was it is now yeah. is because you're going to see it toil back, but it's probably going to toil back to what it used to be on the high end. And then if it goes back more than that, it's a safety net. That's the way I feel about it. But makes sense. You know, yeah, it's just that, that's kind of what it is. At least I feel I, I, I mean. I've gotten Dragon Warrior 4 for Nintendo complete in box for $10. So nobody can tell me like, oh, that can't be done. That's, that's, that's impossible. Like, trust me. And I'm happy to do trades because I always like doing trades. I'm, so if anybody's got that system is great. for Sega CD, you let me know. <laughs> I, I rely very heavily on the barter system. So I'm right with you there. It's, it's, what, it's what our world was created upon. So yeah, Mark, it's been wonderful having you on the show as per usual man uh anything like any last minute tidbits you want to give folks before we let you go more or less just you know check out peacock block Mm -hmm. up on kickstarter and uh you know go and contribute um if you can't do that at least get it after you know it'd be being pre-order you can go and check out ichiban games on facebook for uh, Ichiban Games being the, the company, um, which is spelled I-C-H-I-B-A-N, and then games. Uh, it means number one in Japanese. So yeah. if you guys are curious. So, because... Uh, <laughs> Ichiban! Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, Ichiban Games, it's, uh, it's, it's a symbol. It'll show it on there, big red. Um, but yeah, it's Ichiban Games... Uh, um, on uh, Facebook, and then there's Ichiban Games inside Casual Dragon Games. Yes, uh, is the uh, is the shop, so you can go see that there. Um, you can check out Lilcon, um, which is L I L C O N. Um, usually, I got a dash in there, so that I don't I don't know how how Facebook if they. If they I think I think as soon as you pop like as that. soon as you type in Lilcon, it pops right up anyway. Yeah, I'm something like that. So there's that. And check out MCMD, E-M-C-E-E, 
MD, and that you can go and hear the music. Um, there's new music out, stuff like that. So there's everything. Everything's there, and um, I should I should make an OnlyFans page, not for <laughs> me nudes, because no one wants to see this body naked except for all the great ladies in the world. But uh, <laughs> I love how you but, slid back into but, that. You're so smooth. But but but, but definitely, like, say I, I should have. Like, I wish I could just go kind of like have everything in one bundle. Um, I don't know, but that that's pretty cool. You can actually find a lot of that on on the Ichiban Games official page. Yeah. Um, of that, and then uh, for at least all the links there, we do have a Discord. So go go and hit hit up the Discord on uh, the web page. Yep. And so yeah. we'll, we'll oh, add all I'm the links. We'll add all the links in the bottom of the description for the episode, and we'll add it on the website for the original post of everything. So I'll try and get this one uh, turned around and put out pretty quickly because you know, like I said, Ichiban Games and Peacock Block is going to be ending their Kickstarter officially on Saturday. But that doesn't mean you can't get a game after that. You still right. can reach out to Mark and you know find a way to get in, in contact with him. And you'll still be able to have access to, like I said, a very, very interesting game that's like no other game that I've played. And I'm not just saying that because Mark's my friend and he's on the line with me. But it, the first time I played the game, we didn't really know each other that well. So technically, you weren't my friend back then. So that was a genuine right. love and enjoyment for the time that we had spent with the game. And I'm sure you're going to be back on our show again, for sure. Oh yeah. Well, remember, there's many more games to come. For uh, sure. You can see one that is on uh, a video game that is on the uh, the Ichiban Games page called Canon Can Custodian. Oh, I was that hoping you were going to say that. Thing. And uh, I guess I'll just say hey, this will be the first time I really kind of talk about it to a degree. But um, I have a CCG that is going to be coming out. It will be in small beta, so people can play at some point that is called Alchemazam. Let the folks and know what a CCG is out there. A collectible card game, trading card game. So think of your your Pokemon, like Yu -Oh. your mm -hmm. Magic the Gatherings, your Yu-Gi-Oh's, all that stuff. Like it's that kind of style. Dope. So you know, all that. So you can get, you know, addicted and, and love life. So <laughs> Mark, that sounds so, yeah. amazing, man. So once again, man, thank you again for being a part of the show. We love having you on here. Can't wait to have some little con action so we could be a part. This time we want to be, as far as vendors are concerned, we want to be in the number. So yeah, can't yeah. wait till that happens, man. But absolutely. once again, thank you for coming on. We'll drop all the information in the description for you guys. But other than that, it's been your boy C. Ham. We love you. We signing out.